everyone, and welcome back to our Golden Twenties. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined by Sadie, and we put out an episode every Tuesday to talk about life in your 20s. So that's what we're going to do today. Specifically, <laughs> we're going to talk about our goals for uh, that we set in July and what we are going to set for August because it's a new month. Mm-hmm. And after that, we're going to talk about life leaving the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, before we jump into the main topic though, Sadie, do you want to talk about maybe some of the goals you set in July and what you're thinking of for August? For sure. I feel like July, I didn't have too many like concrete goals. Like I think I wanted to like read a book, which I did just to get like back on my reading goal and things like that. But it was mainly just like I wanted to make the most of the summer and, you know, like Mm. the TikTok sound of I think it's Kourtney Kardashian just being like, I'm just living life. Like that was (laughs) I'm just living life. I'm just living life. That was my July. And to be totally honest, that's going to probably be a lot of my August as well but I was just very living life enjoying summer all through July and I do think it was you know as like pandemic restrictions started to lift and we'll obviously like talk more about that and the rest of this episode as we talk about like our post-pandemic routine and whatnot but I feel like July was really when I felt like things going back to normal and of course Mm -hmm. I got my second dose of vaccine and I think you did two take or did you get yours in June I feel like you got yours right away yeah I have no idea I'm in a hot spot yeah I got them super early yeah but I feel as soon as like people were double vaxxed it was like okay like let's meet up so July was like a very social month for me like I got to see a lot of friends who I hadn't seen in a while I got to see my family including a trip to Montreal got to see both my sisters so it was just like so nice And then also, like, when we're recording this, I'll be going back to Quebec to see my other sister. She just bought a house. So we're going to be celebrating that as well as, like, throwing her her 30th birthday party. So, like, all of this, like, socialization happened in July. And it was just a really good month that way. But that being said, it was a little overwhelming. (laughs) And Mm. therefore, it's okay that I didn't set goals or, like, achieve them and, like, you know, be super ambitious because I just was focused on living life, like I said. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what about your July tag? What are your reflection or any small wins from the month? Yeah, I very similarly spent a lot more time, I think, with family and just like going out with like my husband and my brother to, you know, restaurants and, Mm -hmm. you know, switching it up, being a little more social And I started getting a lot more stuff done for my vow renewal that's going to happen in October. So something like clicked in my brain and I was like, oh, wait, that's three months away. And so I focused less on some of the other things that I've been focusing on throughout the year Mm -hmm. to prioritize that because, yeah. I'm like, like, once it's done, I'll go back. Yeah. Yeah. And it was tough because like you were waiting to, you know, see vaccination rates and like, you know, yeah, kind of get a feel for what the world is going to look like in three months, because you went through this last year, planning a wedding. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was so hard to plan, you had to replan it a million times where it's like, Mm -hmm. this year, it's probably best to wait like you did up until like, yeah, you really couldn't wait anymore. 
And then, yeah, now all of a sudden it's like pedal to the metal, three months, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It got to the point where I was getting like daily texts from people saying, hey, is this still happening? Mm. And I was like, okay. So I have to make the call now that it's either happening or it's not. So yeah. 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 We're going with happening, but yeah. So for our listeners who don't know, Tegan did get married last October officially, but it was just like a super small wedding in her parents' backyard. But Mm -hmm. we had to skip like all the fun stuff, like the bachelorette, the bridal shower. We skipped like the Mm -hmm. reception for her wedding. Like it was just the ceremony. So this year we are now cramming all of those things into the next three months. (laughs) And including obviously the big reception and vow renewal, like you said, in October. So Lots, lots to do, but we are up for the challenge. I will definitely help you as yep, much as I can. I'm checking things off the list. So I'm like, that's Perfect. all I can do. Yeah. Keep checking away. Yeah. And if it holds you accountable, we will celebrate your wins every single week on the podcast for the next three months. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> have you accomplished list? today? Yeah. What have yeah. you accomplished? Rather than like goal check-ins, it'll just be like wedding check-ins. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, no, that's there, good. There's a lot to get done, but yeah, I'm glad you feel happening. like you're getting it done. Yeah. Oh, Got yeah. some invites out, and that's like the biggest thing. So that is. Yeah. Good. I've sent 80 out of 100, and the last that's 20, huge. I'm like stalled out. So I just need to like motivate myself. I need yeah. to like pour a glass of wine, put on friends, and be like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And just like marathon them out the door. Yeah. I feel bad for whoever gets those ones as you're like drunk, <laughs> wine drunk, <laughs> writing them. <laughs> Oh, I was drinking wine for all of the ones that went out the door. <laughs> Mine Everyone's were beautiful. Like, so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, yep, that's my skills. <laughs> well, some skills get better the more you drink. So maybe calligraphy is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were certain people I knew, like some of the single men in my life that I was mm. like, they are going to just rip this ribbon apart yeah. so I can just like run through this and they won't even look <laughs> twice. I love that. Yeah. So good. Amazing. So what are your goals going into August then, Teg? I think for August, once I obviously get some of my checklist stuff done, I want to prioritize health, like eating cleaner and moving my body. Mm-hmm. I'm on the first week of not eating carbs. Okay which is fun, yeah. but it's something I like to do because my gut health is not the best. Mm -hmm. And so I have a lot of flare-ups and it's from things like bread and garlic and things that are hard to digest. So I'm going to try and focus on that for a little bit and see if it maybe helps me feel better to a point where then I can just eat like a normal human and, you know, feel good. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's good. And especially too, just like knowing you have so much coming up over the next few months, like you definitely want to be like fueling your body and like feeling your best to get through it all. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So for August, like I said, I'm still very much just like focused on living my best summer life through like, you know, local adventures, getting out, seeing friends, 
tackling more of my summer bucket list, but I'm also super excited. I feel like I've been talking about this since we started this podcast because it was one of my big yearly goals for this year was to get a pet. And I am so excited to share with you guys. As of today, I am officially getting a pet. So (laughs) I went and met this adorable cat at a cat shelter up near my parents' place. And she was just so, so sweet, like so cuddly and lovey and so nice and also like longer hair and just like absolutely beautiful and so pretty. So I met her today and I'll be going back next week, which is like, I think right when this episode launches or drops Mm -hmm. to pick her up. So she will be coming home with me in August and that will be a big, I guess, lifestyle and like maybe routine like shift for me because I've never like had pets at my apartment before and like one that I'm solely responsible for like outside of like you know just family pets with my parents so I'm very excited but I feel like my August will just be like figuring out what it is to be a pet or a cat mom so (laughs) but that being said too that kind of goes hand in hand there's just like things in my apartment that I've been meaning to get rid of for like the past year. So I just, I've been slowly like working away at like decluttering my apartment. But the Mm. fact I'm like getting this cat now, I'm like, you know what, we just need to finish my decluttering once and for all. So that is another big August goal. And then last thing is, I also talk about this on the podcast all the time, is how bad my skin is. So I've decided my skin is still super bad. The products I'm working or using are clearly not like working like I was hoping. So I've rehauled like my entire skincare routine and I'm trying something totally new as of like just this past week. So we'll see how that goes. I've like did a lot of research through July, like trying to diagnose myself and whatnot. So I'm going to try a whole new skincare routine for August. And I decided if it doesn't work, then come September, I will try to get a referral to go to a dermatologist and just figure this out once and for all. But that is another big August focus for me. I'm curious about your research. Like what kind of things are you switching up? Yeah, just like some products and whatnot. Mm. Okay, well, the first thing was that if you cleanse too much, so twice a day, some people should only cleanse once a day. And if you cleanse twice Mm. a day it can cause you to break out. And I was like, well, I've been cleansing like at least twice a day, if not sometimes like three times, depending how long I've been wearing my mask. So I thought I needed to be cleansing twice a day to keep my skin clean. But now I'm like, maybe I'm over cleansing. So I've gone down to cleansing just once a day. I've started including, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this, but it's like (laughs) salicylic acid, salicylic acid, which is like a big exfoliant and it's supposed to like help Mm. keep your pores clean and you know not clog up your pores so that I just got this Dermalogica is that what it's called Dermalogica yeah breakout like serum and it has this Mm. in it and I feel it has been helping I've just been using it the past few days and I feel it's Mm -hmm. like helped my active breakouts like heal over but now it's just kind of like Mm -hmm. you know the acne scarring so that's one of the products I've worked in and then there's another product too that I don't have yet but I'm going to buy as soon as I'm back in the city but it's just like yeah oh it's this one benzoyl peroxide 
Oh, yeah. I don't think any of my products currently have that. So this is what my research has led me to. I need these two (laughs) products and I need to be like very diligent with exfoliating where right now I'm just very diligent with like cleansing. Oh, okay. So that kind of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like skincare is something we talk about on this podcast all the time. And here I am being like, I can't figure this out, but yet I'm preaching to everybody <laughs> to have a skincare routine. Well, the hard thing is it's like trial and error, I exactly. feel like. Yeah. Like it either works with your skin or it doesn't. So yeah. it takes a while to. Yeah. And like the yeah. past year, I've been like very dedicated to my skincare routine, but my skin hasn't really gotten any better or at least hasn't been like consistently good Mm -hmm. so I was scared to switch out products in case it made me break out but just like the past month I was like girl like like it could get worse than it currently is but it's already bad so try switching something up you know like don't be Mm -hmm. so scared so that's when I was like you know what screw it I'm just gonna rehaul the entire routine (laughs) the only thing I kept was my like I got a new cleanser new night moisturizer but I kept like and like new serums, but I have one of the same serums and moisturizers that I use in the morning. So I'm like, it's not mm-hmm. a total rehaul, just a few new products to try out that hopefully will yeah. help clear it up. But yeah. Nice. You'll have to report back on if I it's will. helping. I will. And then we can do another skincare episode once I actually know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, hopefully it doesn't, hopefully I can like figure it out with these new products and it doesn't result in me having to like Mm -hmm. go to a dermatologist, but we will see. At this point, I'm getting desperate, so. (laughs) Well, I feel like this kind of leads into our main topic, whereas like we've all been living the life of no makeup, no bra, no pants. And now it's like, oh, we have to venture back into the world and maybe wear makeup, probably put on pants. Yeah. And it's weird. (laughs) It is weird. And even with your monthly goals of like prioritizing yourself, because it's like all it takes is one month of socialization and like having actual things to do again before you kind of start forgetting to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to just become like more of something we need to like intentionally think about going into post-pandemic life is okay things are opening up life is getting busy and like you know it's going to exhaust us and overwhelm us but we definitely need to still take time for ourselves yeah and I think something that people underestimate maybe returning back to normal life especially if you're starting to transition from working from home into working from the office Mm -hmm. is the amount of time you would spend commuting Mm -hmm. and, you know, getting dressed for work and putting on makeup that now like aren't even a part of your life. And Mm -hmm. you need to kind of come up with a plan of, okay, so I'm losing three hours a day where maybe that's when you'd be doing a lot of your self-care. Yeah. I think that's such a good point. Yeah. And two, I feel like it's also just like energy wise. Like I think even my friends who would have considered themselves like extreme extroverts prior to the pandemic, like Mm -hmm. even they've been telling me how like they don't want to go back to the office like five days a week 
because it would just be too much. And like my friends who would be on a patio every single night in the summer are like, do you want to meet up in a park instead of hanging out on a patio? And I'm like, what? Like you were such an extroverted person before, but this pandemic's changed everybody in different Mm -hmm. ways. And I think this brings up kind of two points I wanted to make. One is like, it's okay if you feel totally different and it's okay if like social interaction like exhausts you, you know, like I think regardless if you were introverted or extroverted, social interaction is going to exhaust us and take up like a lot more energy than it used to. And that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. And then the second point I wanted to make on that was just, I think I've kind of touched on this in a past episode is like, have no expectations for yourself. Like don't expect yourself to perform the exact same way you used to pre pandemic. Like if you go out once a night or once a week and that's like, okay. And like, that's your limit. Don't feel bad because about it and compare yourself to how you used to go out like three or five nights a week before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, like cut yourself some slack. This, I hate this phrase, but like it really is establishing like a new normal and we're all kind of in the same boat and we just kind of got to figure it out as we go through it. Like when we think back a year and a half ago, like we had to get used to life at home and now we have to get used to life outside of home all over again even Mm -hmm. if this is technically the normal we've been craving you know yeah I also think it's normal for people to have different levels of comfort for different things yeah and so it's totally valid if like you don't want to go to patios yet because you're like I just don't feel comfortable whereas like your friends could be going to parties every weekend yeah And I think that's normal too. Like it all depends on your experiences and Mm -hmm. how you're feeling. And so basically some things that maybe were easy before are going to be hard and it's going to be different for everyone. Totally. Such a good point. Yeah. I think one important thing as far as how to combat this kind of new life we're living in is the importance of setting boundaries. And so... Mm having the kind of self-awareness about how much you can and can't do yeah, and how it's going to affect you. So as much as maybe you're excited to see your friends and you say you're going to see a different friend every night this week, if, you know, that doesn't actually make you feel good, then you should set those boundaries and mm-hmm. say, I don't want to go out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think, like you said, it's all about that self-awareness and then making sure you actually follow through with your boundaries because I feel the one thing about boundaries is like you set them but sometimes you don't communicate them and then it's like Mm -hmm. then you get fed up with other people or at least in my experience that's what I do and it's like well no you actually have to like communicate and like you know stand up or like stick to your boundaries and vouch for them yourself Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so like even I think that's a great example is like I feel overnight I had like every single one of my friends reach out to me being like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Like just this week. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. guys, whoa, (laughs) I'm already an introverted person, but I'm like, I can't, like, I don't have like the energy to like meet up with a different friend every single night of the week. Like you were saying tag. And it's like, I'm just having to set those boundaries for myself and then communicate to my friends. Like, I don't think I'm up to it this week, but like, what are you doing next week? Or, you know, like Mm -hmm. then spacing it out in my calendar for myself. So I'm keeping those boundaries and not pushing myself too much. Yeah, I think that that is 
I think that's like the main thing people can do to kind of help navigate their life. And, you know, having the understanding that maybe you find it really hard to work from home. And so maybe on days that you work, you don't want to meet up with people and, you know, whatever it may be, having like the self-awareness, doing some like reflection, I think can be a big help. Yeah, 100%. And also like on the whole work topic, like setting boundaries, like between your work-life balance again, like even, Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to be going back to the office this year. They said it's more 2022 for my company. But if you are somebody who's going back to the office, like don't feel just because now you're in the office that you need to be working like 10, 12 hour days again. You know what I mean? And obviously every line of work is different and we don't know your exact job and your exact company culture, but it's like, you still need to make sure you're taking time for yourself and your social life and the things that fuel you up. Don't just pour, you know, everything into your work and make sure you're keeping those boundaries as we resume back to the office too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One other thing that came to mind for me, so setting boundaries, definitely a big one, but the second one Mm -hmm. is simplifying my life. And this is something that just kind of dawned on me, like in the middle of July, when I was feeling overwhelmed with social interactions and everything is, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I just like sit down and I'm like, I just don't have the mental capacity to make this decision right now. Like, I just (laughs) don't have the capacity to like, you know, deal with this friend group, like coordinating a meet up with my friends when I'm like at home, Mm -hmm. you know, dealing with this work problem. And I'm like, there's just so much Mm -hmm. time and energy in a day. And I just don't have enough of it some days. (laughs) So something that's really been helping me is like intentionally finding ways to simplify my life and simplify my routine. So I came up with three different ways that I've been doing this that I wanted to share with you guys. And Tig, feel free to like jump in as well if there's anything um, Mm -hmm. that you've been doing to simplify your life. But the number one thing for me is having go-tos. And I feel like this is something everybody probably has, but they may not like realize it and they might not realize the power of having go-tos and I know this is such like a simple thing that I'm like really amping up right now (laughs) but (laughs) it's just like we've talked so much on this podcast about minimizing the micro decisions in your day you know freeing up your time freeing up you know the mental capacity making things more efficient Mm -hmm. and just eliminating as many decisions as you can and I think having go-tos is a really great way to do that. We've talked about having a routine is a great way to do that, but having go-tos on top of a routine, like you are set. So that could be, like we said, we have now to get ready to go to the office. So it's like, if there's some days you can't get out of bed because, you know, you're so used to sleeping in until five minutes before the workday starts, like have go-to outfit ideas. Or if you're, Mm -hmm. you know, running late to meeting up with friends it's like have go-to like night out outfits and Mm -hmm. go-to meal ideas so on a busy night where you don't have time after work to make a meal it's like rather than ordering in just like have like a go-to meal idea rather than having to scroll through pinterest and be like what am i going to eat tonight having that Mm go-to meal idea like removes that whole thought process and that you know mental energy it takes to planning a meal And then the last one too, 
like an example of a go-to is I have two YouTube channels that are my go-to videos for when I want to do a workout. So when I'm mm. like, I need to move my body today, but I don't have the mental capacity to come up with a workout or follow, you know, something unfamiliar. I just turn on mm -hmm. yoga with Adrian, just flip on one of her like Classic. videos <laughs> or move with Nicole. She does like Pilates. So it's a little bit mm -hmm. more of a workout than like a yoga flow. And it's like, those I can do on my lunch break on a busy day since I'm still working from home or mm -hmm. in the evenings, you know, like it's just a go-to for a workout. So definitely recommend everybody like take stock of what are mm -hmm. your go-tos. If you don't have any, maybe it's now is a good time to like find some, you know, or just like reflect mm -hmm. because I'm, like I said, I'm quite sure you do have some. You just maybe aren't like aware that there are things that you go to all the time. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And then the second point I wanted to make too on simplifying your life is to prioritize your energy. And I feel like I already kind of mentioned how we only have enough or we only have so much energy that goes around in a day. But I think it kind of goes back to your point tag of like reflecting and having self-awareness as to where you're investing this energy. And if you find you're mm -hmm. investing it more in other people as, you know, you become more social, it's like, okay, find times to like reel that back and make sure you're still investing energy in yourself and make sure whatever you're investing your energy in is aligned to your values and the goals that you still set for yourself. So I think that's another really great like reflection kind of prompt mm -hmm. maybe is where are you prioritizing your energy? Yeah, for sure. The one thing for me on priori prioritizing my energy that kind of leads into another point I wanted to make is I've realized how much time I spend planning and thinking rather than mm. actually doing things. So like the amount of time I've spent thinking about adopting a cat versus the time I've actually spent going out and meeting cats like they aren't even right. aligned you know what I mean when yeah, yeah, yeah. the goal is to adopt a cat so it's like I'm just thinking about all the things I actually need rather than like researching a cat I want to adopt like <laughs> that's just one example mm -hmm. the right. podcast is another one like I spend so much time like planning and thinking about social media content rather than like actually capturing that content and it's like Little things right. like that where it's like, I just need to reprioritize where I'm putting my energy and I'll feel so much better about how much I actually get done in a day. And that takes me to mm -hmm. kind of my last point of simplifying your life was showing up for yourself. And this is something that I often have to like give myself a talking to like multiple times throughout the week, but you have so much time and energy within a day. And if you have time mm -hmm. and capacity to do something in the moment, just do it in the moment as much as it may like be something you want to procrastinate or something you want to put off, like doing dishes, doing the laundry, working out, like, you know, small tasks that you're like, eh, I'll just do that tomorrow. Just do it right now in that moment if you have mm -hmm. the time to, because if you just keep putting things off and off, there's a chance you never do it. And then your future like to-do list just keeps growing. And then you're just like, you know, stressing your future self out. And it's like, why mm -hmm. do that? You know, especially with things starting to open up, our lives getting a little bit busier, just show up for yourself in the moment and you will feel so much better. Mm -hmm. It's like the five minute rule, right? Where like, if something takes less than five minutes, do it now. Exactly. Because you'll spend five minutes thinking about it, reminding yourself, oh yeah, I have to do that. So you're actually just saving yourself time by getting it done. Totally. And the one thing 
too that I love is I find on the days where I'm like, I'll just go to the grocery store. Then I come home and I'm like, well, I'm already up and going. So I might as well throw in a load of laundry. And then I'm like, okay, well, the laundry's Mm -hmm. in. I might as well cook some muffins or bake some muffins. Okay, well, the muffins are baking. Mm -hmm. I might as well clean the bathroom. Like, it's like, once you get going, it's just easier to keep going. And I think even Mm -hmm. like putting, like ticking off these little daily tasks or weekly to-do items, it also like fuels you to achieve your bigger goals too. So like I said, those smaller tasks could equate to you like achieving one of your monthly goals or one of your yearly goals, you know? So I don't know if that's how it works for everybody, but also another big, big perk of showing up for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think we've already touched on this, but kind of along those lines as well, showing up for yourself is make sure you're like still taking care of yourself, you know, like people are definitely going to be demanding more of your like time and attention just because we're so excited to start seeing each other again. But for me, Mm -hmm. I found that using my agenda to like plan out like, okay, like I said, Tuesday nights, we're recording the podcast where Wednesday night, you know, I'm going to meet up for a drink, but Thursday night is going to be a me night. And then Mm -hmm. just find it really helps me stay accountable to me time and we all need that time to recharge and like refuel ourselves so we can go back out the next day and be social or, you know, go after those to-do lists on our, or sorry, our tasks on our to-do list. Like we need that time to recharge to be our best self. So make sure you're like Mm -hmm. scheduling that in and like keeping that as a priority for yourself. Yeah, definitely. I think also along the lines of taking care of yourself is that even though it feels like, hey, we're almost back to normal, it's still a good reminder, like, there's still a virus out there and people are still sick, especially like for our American listeners. I know things are getting pretty bad down there. So, you know, make sure you're get you're getting vaccinated. You're helping your friends and family get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You're still wearing your mask and, you know, washing your hands and sanitizing, yeah. staying home if you don't feel good, you know, because I feel like it's so easy to get swept up in the moment where you're yeah. like, it's back to normal. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. We're easing into this. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even I'm like, I don't think we're really post pandemic yet. Like the pandemic's still going on. You know what I mean? We're just like Mm -hmm. slowly easing our way into, in quotes, post pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's such a good reminder for sure. That's like the ultimate act of self-care and like caring for others. Yeah. Well, yeah, 100%. Because it's like, yeah, it's nice to do skincare. But like, if you're protecting yourself and others from a deadly virus. Yeah. That's like trumping. That's where the money is. Everything else. Exactly. 100%. (laughs) I think too, like you bring up a great point, like all this, like people are just going to be so excited. And just like, all of us are just jumping right back into it. And it's so easy to get swept up into it. But I think like this past year and a half, like happened to everybody. And like, we all coped Mm -hmm. with it in different ways. And I don't think it was necessarily all bad. Like, I think, you know, we had to develop maybe some new hobbies that, or found new interests like hiking or baking or knitting, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like you don't need to abandon all those things that have brought you joy the past year and a half, just because restaurants are open, just because movie theaters are open, you know, like, I think there's a great balance of, finding or kind of like re 
what's the word I wanted to say? Kind of like going back to who you were before the pandemic, who you are, Mm -hmm. like who you became through the pandemic, all of those things can shape who you're going to be and again, in quotes, <laughs> post-pandemic. <laughs> so, you know, keeping up the good habits that you've established for yourself is a huge win. And like, obviously breaking the ones that you didn't like, like sleeping in until five minutes before the workday started. That's one that I definitely need to break. <laughs> but like the smaller <laughs> habits and like the good things, the me time, you know, like the work-life balance that I was able to establish from working from home. Like those are Mm -hmm. all good things that I want to take post-pandemic as well. Yeah. Even I think if you've set up a routine that you like, yeah, like you don't have to change your routine. If you now spend every single Sunday meal planning, going grocery shopping and cleaning your house, don't think that now you have to spend every Sunday in bed hungover because that's what you did before the pandemic. Yeah. Like it's totally fine to kind of keep on the way you've been keeping on. And yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And I, maybe this is just because I'm like slightly crazy and like over plan things as we've <laughs> established, but having like weekly rituals really helps me. Like, like you're saying, mm-hmm. like every Sunday I like to meal plan, like that helps me. And then knowing that I usually do that on Sunday, if a friend reaches out to me is like, Hey, want to do brunch on Sunday? Then it just helps me. I can either be like, okay, yes. And then I can just take that ritual and either shift it to a different day or just like a different part of that day but it's not that I'm like okay well I'm going for brunch I'm not going to meal plan at all this week you know what I mean like it's just like I find having those weekly rituals once they are just like routine and like part of kind of who you are then it's just easier to Mm -hmm. you're able to I guess be a little bit more nimble and like flexible and then like plan your life like around those things if that makes sense makes it a little less overwhelming for me at least but like I said, mm-hmm. I'm a huge planner, so maybe not everybody's that way. <laughs> maybe people don't want like a ritual <laughs> because I find for me, like I said, Sundays, but also Wednesdays. I used to always keep my Wednesdays open because I needed that midweek recharge since I am an introvert. So I would keep Sundays to plan my week, Wednesdays to kind of like wind down and like refuel for like the second half of the week and then I would do that Mm -hmm. every single week so it was just like my weekly ritual like I was saying but I think obviously I'll have to find new rituals (laughs) (laughs) or like you said stick to the ones that I really like and just kind of like reestablish how it fits into or how my routine can evolve to include like new rituals and new routines new habits Mm -hmm. yeah one last thing I wanted to kind of bring up is that it's okay if you are feeling like your goals are slipping or like you are not being as productive Mm -hmm. as you've been in the past because like this is obviously a big transition period for a lot of people and that takes like even if you're not aware of it it takes like energy and Mm -hmm. like especially mental energy So if you are someone like I found this in myself where it's like I, you know, was crazy with my skincare obsessive and then it's like I'm too tired and Mm -hmm. I can't do it at night and I'm just exhausted. And it's like, yeah, well, because, you know, a lot of crazy stuff is happening and your energy is going to other places and that's fine. It's not the end of the world that. You know, your goals aren't as good this month as they were last month or this year as they were last year. Because as you change, 
you know, different things fit into your life and different things don't. So I think that that's also something that's going to be pretty normal. Yeah, 100%. And I think too, like you said, like new, this transition period, like it doesn't just last a week, you know, like it can take you a month, two months, like three months to just like fully get resituated with a routine or any Mm -hmm. any sort of lifestyle change. So that's something I do to myself so much is like, why don't you have this down pat yet? Like, why haven't you figured this out yet? And it's like, you can't talk to yourself that way. You know, like be kind to yourself, like be gentle with yourself, give yourself time, give yourself space. Like it is definitely a big transitional time. So love yourself through it. 100%. Yeah. And honestly, this is another thing that I sometimes say to myself is like, Sometimes too, if I have a whole lot on my to-do list, but like you're saying, Tag, I just don't have the energy to do it. This little mantra I'll say to myself is like, the rest of the world can wait. You know, like if I'm like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, if there's a work problem or something and I'm like, okay, well, I need to do this, but I'm also trying to coordinate with my friends for tonight, whatever. Sometimes I'll just sit down for like five, 10 minutes on my couch with a cup of tea and be like, you know what? I just need 10 minutes to breathe. The rest of the world Mm -hmm. can wait. (laughs) So I think it kind of goes back. I feel like this whole episode is actually more just about like have self-awareness, I guess, like going post-pandemic as you Mm -hmm. try to like transition and you see your routine shift. But be gentle to yourself and give yourself those breaks. Give yourself those timeouts when you need them. The rest of the world can definitely wait. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I know I've already told you guys about this like Pinterest graphic I saw that said the new era of me or a new era of me and how I found that so refreshing, like moving into post-pandemic life and how you can really view this as like a time to realign with, you know, who you want to be and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of take stock of who you are and you can decide on the other side of this pandemic, if you want to be that same person or if you want to be someone totally different. So I found this other quote that I absolutely love, and it's along the same lines of that. And I want to share it with you guys at the end of this episode. It says, there is no old you to get back to. There's a new you to create and nurture. And I think that just goes back to what we were Mm -hmm. saying about how, you know, don't have any expectations for yourself as we do transition into post-pandemic life and go through this like time of like reestablishing our routine or feeling pressure, like don't feel pressured to be the person who you were before the pandemic or Mm -hmm. to totally reinvent yourself after the pandemic. Like, honestly, this is, I feel like a fresh slate and you can do whatever you want with that. If it's being who you were before, if it's being someone totally different, if it's finding a good balance of both of those things, which I think Mm -hmm. it is for me, a good balance of both those things. Like, take comfort in knowing that this is definitely pressing the reset button and it's up to you what you want to do with that. So for me, Mm -hmm. I find that extremely inspiring and uplifting and I hope you guys do as well. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We are creating something new here guys. And if that's not exciting, Mm -hmm. I don't know what is. (laughs) (laughs) awesome so that is where we are going to leave it for today thank you guys so much for listening we put out a new episode every tuesday so make sure you are subscribed and following us 
And if you enjoyed this episode or you listen every Tuesday, we would love for you to rate our podcast on the podcast app and give us a little review because we love to hear from Mm -hmm. you guys. You can also find us on social media at Our Golden Twenties. We are on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest. We drop fun playlists on Spotify, so you can also find us there and follow us. And we are also on Patreon. We put out exclusive content and resources on Patreon, including meal planners, tips and tricks, to like more ways to simplify your life, journal prompts, all that good stuff to have you feeling your best. So you can find us on Patreon. It is also the best way to support the podcast for as low as $2 a month. All of that being said, we will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. (laughs) 